0: Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN.
1: Welcome aboard. All right. You got me? Okay. Hey, walk- <laughs> hey, welcome aboard. I got a little echo going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How about that? There we go. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, welcome aboard to the Tuesday, the jam-packed Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons show. And, uh, I hope you're staying hydrated out there and staying cool. Uh, what is it? 102 and, uh, hey. You know, it is summertime, and uh, with all of the other news that's going on uh, in the city today, we've almost forgotten about the heat wave, right, boys and girls? I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's a jam-packed day of news here in Lincoln, America, let me tell you, and we're going to cover some of that. Here today on the Dan Parsons Show, because, yeah, educate, inform, entertain, that's what we do uh, five days a week uh, here on KLIN 1499.3. You know, we don't do a lot of shouting, don't try to grandstand, uh, we like to build up instead of tear down. And. Uh, truth over tribalism. If uh, if you're looking for uh, the yelling and the and the you know what you find on the cable news networks and some talk radio, uh, that's not us. You know we like to put principles over partisanship. So uh, and remember, if you miss anything, you can always dial us up on your favorite podcast platform. Anytime you like. And uh, if you uh, miss us there, you can just go to klan.com, go to the Dan Parsons Show, show scroll down and find uh, whatever episode you're, you're looking for. Well, coming up in the second half of the show today, we're really honored uh, because we're celebrating Navy Week. It's the first time ever in Lincoln, America, that uh, the United States Navy is celebrating uh, with us uh, Navy Week here in lincoln and it's my honor at the bottom of the hour to welcome into the studio rear admiral robert worth uh admiral worth is the deputy director of strategic targeting and nuclear mission planning uh... u.s strategic command and uh, if you can say that fast three times i'll give you a donut so uh, but anyway uh, we look forward to visiting with the admiral uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour and uh, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, I'll just tell you, uh, tune in, please. Mr. Randy Bretz and Mary Kay Roth are going to talk about Nebraska Storytelling Festival that's coming up uh, later in November here in Lincoln. And there's some deadlines coming up if you'd like to uh, get in on the storytelling conference. It's uh, a great uh, asset to our city to be able to uh, welcome people to tell stories, and so we'll we'll welcome uh, uh, Randy and Mary Kay into the studio. Um, well, uh, listen, I am thrilled to welcome, as we do uh, every month, uh, on the phone lines today, uh, Krista Jochem. Krista, as you know, is the chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners. Uh, Krista, welcome aboard.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate being able to call in. That allowed me to get to a, a previous engagement. So yes. I'm glad to have the opportunity.
1: Absolutely. Because yeah. you're celebrating uh, a retirement of a well-known figure in public office uh, or public yeah. service here in Nebraska. Tell us, Mr. Frank Daly's retirement party, right?
2: Yeah. I just came from the Capitol, and there was a nice crowd gathered for that. And it was a great opportunity to recognize somebody who's had decades of service, um to the to the state and it was it was kind of fun because uh Secretary of State Bob Evnon told the story of how we actually got a an ADC, a Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Office. It was not too long after Watergate, and this is a history I didn't know, yes. not too long after Watergate, when everybody was questioning where's the money coming from and how are people getting elected, that the NADC was um, established. And about 10 years later, uh, Frank Daly started there as an employee and then rose to be the, become the director of the program. Well, But it, it also reminded me, though, that how many government employees we have behind the scenes that are doing all that work with such integrity, such dedication. Um, and we have them at every level of government. We certainly have them here at the county level in all in all of our offices.
1: Well, and Mr. Daly was well-known uh, in political circles because if you ran a political campaign uh, on the state level uh, here in the state uh, and you needed to find out about how the election laws worked and uh, accountability and disclosure and reporting your funds, uh Frank and his staff always bent over backwards to make sure that uh people understood the law and would give them the benefit of the doubt, especially if they're a first time running for office and uh boy I just I know I personally had experiences as as did my clients through the years and now, uh Frank really did a great job of of helping people shepherd them shepherding them through that process.
2: Right. That that all of that can be a scary business, right? You're yeah. you're really worried about my getting it right but he had such integrity in his office and they really he and all of his staff really did want to help you help you get it right um i know a campaign that i worked on once we had to go back in we had to do an amendment and then we had to go back in and correct something and and i appreciated them walking me through the process and how to do that and um have always well while, while it's you know it's always kind of scary to deal with something <laughs> like that i always appreciated it um, him and his staff there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Frank Daly on his retirement and and yeah, uh, Krista. I mean, such an important position of transparency, and we've been talking about transparency and government uh-huh. uh, accountability uh, on this show. And as you know, we we have our friends, uh, our journalist friends, on often talking about some of those issues. And and so yeah, transparency in government and in holding public officials accountable uh, is really important. So Frank Daly. And Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Commission has uh, it, uh, has done that through the years, and so appreciate uh, his good work. Well, what wh-
2: made so much of that accessible to the public? On absolutely. The website as well yes,
1: right? absolutely well Krista there's my goodness uh, there 's not a shortage of news today and and so I wanted to get your input on a couple things and and we 'll get to our main topic here in a moment, but because uh, these other topics are, are are very important too that have been popping today, just wanted to get your thoughts. We finally now uh, have the official announcement that uh, Google is uh, coming to town and uh, building this data center and it 's been the, the worst kept secret in Lincoln for. <laughs> Quite some time now, but uh, uh, what a great addition uh, to this city.
2: Yeah, this is really exciting for the community, really. Um, I mean, we, we anticipated, so many of us thought we knew who was coming for so long, as you said, the, the best-kept secret or the worst-kept secret. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is a big deal yeah so really add jobs uh, you know revenue this is this is really good for the community
1: yeah yeah it's a it 's a really important uh, it 'll be a six hundred acre parcel of land on the northwest corner of fifty sixth and uh, just north of interstate eighty and um, you know more details to come, but they announced uh, today uh that uh, google is investing an additional 1.2 billion dollars uh, in billion investment. yeah in nebraska and the in the data center the data center uh here in lincoln will be part of that uh investment so that's uh, that's really exciting uh well krista if you can hold on uh, let's take this quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about the other transparency issue and uh, uh the other construction project that's been proposed uh, here in Lincoln, and uh, and that is uh, a, a new prison. And so, if you can, we'll be back right after these messages here on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred
0: and ninety nine three KLIN.
1: And welcome back uh, to the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. We're so glad you chose to take us along for whatever you're doing here on a Tuesday afternoon, whether you're uh dropping uh, to picking the kiddos up from school or heading to the grocery store or just probably just trying to stay cool. My goodness, 102, hundred and two hundred and four whatever it is uh, it's another hot one out there, kids, so stay hydrated, stay cool, uh, but we're glad you uh, took us along for your tuesday afternoon we appreciate it very much and joining us as we do every month uh, krista yokum the chair of the lancaster county board of commissioners uh, krista thanks for sticking around you're at the capitol at some festivities uh, over there today but i uh so i appreciate you taking time
2: yeah i'm glad to be with you
1: yeah yeah and i did i wanted to get your opinion on uh, get your thoughts on um we're talking about uh... a project that's coming to lincoln a google data center that everybody's excited about but there's another project that was announced a couple days ago uh... that people aren't too thrilled about uh... and that is the the governor announced governor Pillen uh, announced that uh, the uh, the legislature of course funded uh... in the last legislative session uh... money for a new prison and uh... Lo and behold it turns out that the location for that new prison is uh, proposed to be right here in Lincoln and uh and some and and not only are people not real thrilled about uh where it's being located but there's also concern about uh there wasn't really no uh, notice or no discussion it just uh showed up uh, one day and uh you along with uh, Lincoln City Councilman uh, James Michael Bowers and several other Uh, Public officials have written a letter uh, to Governor Pillen inviting him and other state officials to to come to town to have a a town hall meeting uh, to answer questions about uh, these plans to build a new prison uh, about just a mile outside of the city. And so, anyway, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because... Like I said, unlike the uh, uh, the Google data data center uh, that everybody's excited about, there's, I haven't found too many people that are excited about this project.
2: I haven't heard from anybody saying thanks. This is where we want to prison, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you know it is with is not within the county's jurisdiction. It really is within the city's three mile jurisdiction mm-hmm. around the city, but. What concerns me is that we have constituents that are concerned. And so in that respect, I feel like we need to speak up a bit about this. And the the biggest thing is that we didn't, I, I found out about it when a reporter called me. Yeah. We found out about it at the same time as all of the media and, um, you know, the community found out. And I think when you've got a project of this size, engaging stakeholders um, is always a good idea to get a little more buy-in to the project, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I have really have concerns because Lincoln is growing so rapidly that direction right now. Yes, and it's, one of, most, yeah, it's exactly, one of the most.
1: Yeah, it's one of the most fastest growing uh, quadrants of our city.
2: And it's zoned for that. It's mm-hmm. zoned for the residential growth. And, um, you, if we think about how Lincoln will grow towards Omaha, Omaha is growing towards Lincoln, you know, that this will halt growth right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one will want to be building any residential areas and, and they'll be cautious about what commercial building would happen around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those reasons, I think that it was worth a conversation or it's worth continued conversations to be sure. Now, I don't want to lose the jobs from Lincoln. If if our current prison is decommissioned, as I understand it is to be, it probably is good to have those jobs um, for people. But um, I if it's additional jobs, we don't have a workforce to support it.
1: Right, and and that is one of the selling points, as I understand from the state government, is, you know, um, we we need guards, we need people to uh, to to, uh, you know, run these uh, prisons. And uh, you know, years ago, I forget which governor it was when we built our uh, prison down in Tecumseh. Uh, you know, that's uh, a long ways from the population centers, and they've I think they've struggled with. Uh, Uh, with getting people down there to work, and uh, so that uh, I'm sure was one of the factors that went into the location uh, near uh, Lincoln and Omaha. And I know, uh, I think during the discussion of the funding for this in the legislature, I think there was uh, several uh, suggestions that, you know, maybe there was a location between Omaha and Lincoln uh, uh, that, you know, again, with the population centers in eastern Nebraska, that makes sense, so we can draw on those potential workers and um, and i've heard other people say even moving this just a little further north across the interstate again would give a little buffer between more residential area and, and an area that maybe is, uh, you know, less congested. Um, But anyway, for whatever reason, (laughs) we've accomplished the, the goal of uh, building it someplace or placing it somewhere uh, closer to the population center for, uh, for workforce. But uh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, and you know, Krista, I've, been involved in uh, projects in my day job, uh, as you well know, uh, uh, and you know whether it's uh, you know a chicken farm or a solar farm. You know there's always going to be people that don't the nimby's right that not in my backyard, and uh, uh, and so we understand that. But there's probably not a project that's going to bring more opposition or more consternation than a a prison, quite frankly. I
2: am not naive enough to think that there is an ideal location, right? There's going to be a challenge with every site. Uh, But I also feel like the more information you have, the better off you're able to understand the why why was this chosen as the right location, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. I had heard and, and had really pretty much been planning on that it would be somewhere further north of Lincoln and um, south of Omaha. Um, and so that's why I was taken aback or surprised when we learned that it, it was going to be right just outside of town, um, which is barely outside of Lincoln um, and definitely the way that Lincoln is growing.
1: Yeah. Well, and and again, uh, uh James Michael Bowers, uh, who is the city council person uh uh just outside of that uh, district or, or just his district butts up to uh that location. He has kind of spearheaded this um, request uh, that several people, uh, elected officials, have signed on to, including yourself, uh, asking the governor to come and have a town hall. Let's have a discussion with the neighbors and with hopes that, you know, we can at least begin a dialogue. Um, and again, from a public relations perspective and a government uh, transparency, you know, we just were talking about the importance of government transparency. And, um, you know, this this was not that. Right. And yeah,
2: this was not a good process for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, do you know, uh, uh, Krista, if uh, if we've heard back from the governor's office, have they acknowledged uh, that letter yet, or what's the status? Anything new?
2: I have not learned anything new today. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm guessing that there hasn't that it's not on his calendar yet, and they're probably making a decision. As yeah. To let- how to proceed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll keep track of this, Krista. Uh, we appreciate your service, uh, Krista Yokum, Chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners. And uh, yeah, thanks for your service. Thanks for uh, holding people accountable. And uh, yeah, we'll keep watch on this and other issues as we go along.
2: Well, thank you for this opportunity.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Krista. We do this every month. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, go go out, and uh, you and John, stay cool and go have some uh, a, a nice cold beverage uh, inside, not on the patio today, <laughs> right?
2: We'll see you soon. I hope.
1: Okay, Krista. Thanks so much, Krista Yolkum, uh, Chair of your Lancaster County Board of Commissioners. We appreciate uh, her service and her uh, willing to. Uh, come in once a month and give us a little report of what's going on with the county. Well, listen, coming up after the break, uh, Rear Admiral Robert Worth, Deputy Director, Strategic, Targeting, and Nuclear Mission uh, Planning for the U.S. Strategic Command, and other guests. We got brass in the house, folks. Stay tuned after the news here on 1499.3 KLIN.
0: Educating, informing, entertaining, The Dan Parsons Show. On 1499 3,
1: KLIN. Well, welcome back uh, to the Tuesday edition, the jam packed news uh, edition of the Dan Parsons Show here on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, we are uh, really honored to uh, have in the studio uh because it is Navy Week if you haven't heard me talk about uh one, all of the wonderful things we have going on here in the city this week uh, uh to celebrate Navy Week and it's the first time uh that Lincoln has ever hosted uh Navy Week and uh since 2005 the Navy Week program has served uh the Navy's flagship flagship outreach efforts Uh, to regions that don't have uh, regular attendance or regular visibility of our United States Navy. And uh, with more than 250 Navy weeks held in more than 80 different U.S. markets, this is Lincoln's very first one, and I'm honored uh, to welcome uh, to Lincoln, uh, uh, maybe for the first time, I suspect not, but the, the Navy's senior executive for Navy Week is Rear Admiral Robert E. Worth, Deputy Director of Strategic Targeting and Nuclear Mission Planning for the U.S. Strategic Command. Admiral Worth, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show.
3: Hey, Dan. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Uh, already kicked off a great Navy Week uh, starting yesterday. Um, I here in Lincoln personally today, uh, visited with the Rotary team, uh, Rotary 14, actually yeah. 14th, uh, yes. you know, at, at, in, uh, in
1: America, yeah, it's, uh, at that downtown roadie, they do some pretty good stuff.
3: Yeah. And just, uh, I think it's a reflection of, you know, the, of the Navy, you know, putting service before self is yeah. what I took away from that, uh, discussion earlier today. And, uh, just a. Great to be a part of uh, here, Lincoln, throughout the week, and letting uh, the our sailors, your sailors, our your Navy uh, get a better appreciation of what uh, they're doing each and every day uh, for just not the state of Nebraska, but our entire national security.
1: And great. we're we're so excited to have you in town because in conjunction, uh, Navy Week is uh, you always uh, try to pair it with a big event, and when possible, with some of your. Uh, assets and and uh, as most of our listeners probably know, it's in conjunction with the Guardians of Freedom Air Show uh, featuring your United States Navy uh, flight demonstration squadron, the Blue Angels.
3: Yeah, we're going to have a great uh, you know series of events throughout, and the Blue Angels will be uh, they're primarily on set this coming Saturday and Sunday. And uh, in fact, um, you know, I I know uh, we've got. One of our guests here, one of my shipmates, Commander Van Scott, who's the commanding officer of USS Nebraska, the Blue Crew, one of our 14 Ohio-class ballistic missile submarines. And great to have him here representing our sailors, and uh, he brought a couple of his shipmates uh, for Navy Week here as
0: well.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Commander Scott, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show, and welcome to Lincoln.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I really feel welcome. Um, as ward uh, said, uh, I'm the commanding officer of the Nebraska and uh, fun fact, uh, while we have the 14th Rotary Club, uh, being the Lincoln, the Nebraska is the 14th ballistic missile no submarine way. in the U.S., so it's a good little tie right there. Very
1: cool. And tell me where the USS Nebraska is currently.
0: Uh, right now, she's at sea, but she's homeported in uh, Bangor, Washington, right. on the west coast. Right. Really? We have uh, eight uh, submarines on the west coast and six uh, ballistic missile submarines on the east coast.
1: And Admiral Worth, you have a background in submarine command, am I correct?
0: I, I am.
3: I, so we're both uh, career submarine officers, served on both fast attack and ballistic missile submarines, but the uh, majority of my time has been on uh, out of Kings Bay, Georgia. Uh, serving on both the USS West Virginia and uh, commanded USS Alaska uh, a few years ago. And also uh, the squadron. I was fortunate enough to command a, a group of those submarines in Kings Bay, the ballistic missile submarines. Great honor.
1: I wish we had more time to dive into some of that. I'm I'm just fascinated with uh, the history uh, of the United States Navy. My father, uh, who uh, passed away just a little over a year and a half ago, was 96. Uh, served in World War II in the United States Navy and uh, the USS Wesson uh, that he served on, and uh, and then came back uh, and served in Korea. So I've always uh, I've not served, but um, uh that was a member of my family, my father who served and so thank you to all of you for the services you've given to our country yeah
3: well, thank you Dan and uh again uh sincere uh condolences for you and your family yeah. and your dad and uh, yeah. I think a lot of our uh families today have had family members serve, and I think moving forward we're gonna have to continue that uh that legacy. Uh, of service and it's even becoming more important that uh we give we we, rec- we recognize that and appreciate it and uh Hopefully more people continue to decide to serve.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the activity that you have. There's, uh, as I understand, uh, more than 50 sailors uh, here in Lincoln uh, this week, uh, participating in education, community outreach throughout the city. Um, you know, they're volunteering for Boys and Girls Club. Uh, I know uh, they're, they're, they they're were out to Cedars. Uh, I serve on the board of directors of Cedars. They've been helping out uh, with the food bank. Uh, Mount Talbot Kitchen and just, you know, uh, because when and just for transparency and Parsons Public Relations, we've been helping with this project uh, for the past many months. And it's been our honor to do that and uh, and just connecting you because you want to be able to serve Uh, your sailors are here in town uh, serving uh, the, the people here in Lincoln.
3: Yeah, I think that this whole week is a complete win-win, both for our sailors that get to interact and, uh, you know, um, share their experiences, their stories, and uh, hopefully what, you know, local people here in Lincoln are going to be able to do is appreciate and um, also hear firsthand and maybe perhaps even decide, hey, maybe joining the Navy or maybe my not myself but maybe my son or my daughter uh... maybe this would be a good opportunity for them it's uh... it's a world-class organization highly technical and the bottom line that what's kept me in the navy is that teamwork and also the leadership and working with uh, such highly trained people each and every day
1: absolutely uh... just a couple other notes of what's going on here in the city here during navy week uh, lincoln will host uh... governor Pillen will host uh, tomorrow the proclamation ceremony uh, on the uh, in the rotunda. It was going to be on the steps of the Capitol, but at 11 o'clock tomorrow in the rotunda of the state Capitol. Uh, and you will accept that proclamation from the governor and the sailors uh, from the USS Nebraska will be there in attendance. Uh, the Great Lakes Navy Band Woodwind Quartet Will be there to perform uh, so that's open to the public we hope the we hope some of the Nebraska um, Navy veterans can come down to the Capitol tomorrow and, and greet you and, and welcome you to town
3: yeah dad I, th- I think everyone would maybe uh, I guess we're all grateful that it's going to be indoors yes. rather than, rather than yes. outdoors uh, with the, the current heat that we're experiencing in yeah. the forecast um, but what a what a you know uh, recognition by the governor to take his time uh, Looking forward to the proclamation ceremony and uh, being part of this uh, in in the entire week.
1: And there's an event uh, at Salt Dogs uh, Stadium, I believe, uh, on Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, it is. We've got a a great uh, uh, looking forward to the game. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the temp rolls, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it's
1: going to, I think it's going to start cooling off by yeah. Thursday night is what I'm seeing. So. Yeah,
3: and, and not only just the great game, but before the game, we're going to have an opportunity to hear uh, the Navy band. Also, I'm going to have the honor of uh, enlisting uh, uh, about half a dozen or so civilians into the Navy nice. and give them an oath of enlistment. And uh, that, personally, I think that's going to be my highlight. Uh, out of the week, and that says a lot with uh, all the other great events you are planned over the
1: week yeah very good uh well we have we've got a we've got a lot of brass we've got a lot of uh, uh folks here in the studio today we'll We'll take some photos and and share with you on social media by the way uh if you 're not following us on the dan parsons twitter and or excuse me x uh by the way, say hello to Johnny Cadillac producer extraordinaire Johnny, you usually tell me that it 's no longer Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they say X, so so. Anyway, follow us on X uh, if you can find us, uh, the Dan Parsons Show, and also on Facebook, and we'll share some of these photos from the studio today. But uh, but please introduce our our other guest here today.
3: Yeah, Dan. Thanks Uh, again. It's a it's a team sport. Absolutely, the way the Navy Navy rolls. Um, And but I also have Commander Jennifer Franco uh, from our Chief of Information office and uh with that I'll turn it over to Jen.
4: Yeah, thank you so much. I actually have family ties here in oh, Nebraska. You yeah. Okay. My my mom, Debbie Red, was born here in Lincoln and um really? my yes, and I have brothers and sister a sister that lives in the area. My brother Chris lives in La Vista. My sister Kim lives out in Omaha. Well, this
1: turned out really well for you. My
4: mom and my brother Kenny, they live now in Valley, and I have a brother, Chad, who lives out in York, and my father is actually buried in York. So I have strong ties here, and I never thought that the Navy would send me to Nebraska, but I'm super (laughs) grateful because the the support that I've gotten from the community every time I come through here is just just been amazing
1: that's great so where is home for you home
4: for me right now is washington dc i'm working out of the pentagon and i'm working in the realm of public affairs i help the reserve side of the house okay and there's several different pathways in terms of how you can participate in the navy
1: Okay. All right. Um, well, uh, we have that tie because uh, as we were introduced, I said, well, yeah, you kind of do what I do in my day job. So, uh, uh, well, we're going to take this quick break. If you can all hang on, we, uh, we've still got a lot to cover here t- this afternoon. Uh, but please stick with us here on 1499 3, K L I N.
0: Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Hey, welcome back uh, to the Dan Parsons show and we're so thrilled and honored to be joined by uh, several members, several officers uh, from our United States Navy and uh, in addition to uh, we've got a room full of, uh, of folks here today folks and uh, uh, but joining us Rear Admiral Robert Worth, uh, Deputy Director of Strategic Targeting and Nuclear Mission Planning uh, of US Strategic Command. Uh, uh, Admiral, what's what the heck's all that mean? <laughs>
3: Well, US, What's your
1: day job? <laughs> yeah, so at U.S.
3: Strategic Command, we work an a, a incredible team of uh, both military and civilians. It's a joint force. We've got uh, representatives okay. from Army, Navy, Air Force, uh, Space Force, the Marines, across the board. And we're working to deter strategic attack against the United States. And, uh, and that's through a, a effective, a safe, a secure, and most importantly probably credible uh, global strategic capability that acts as that deterrent?
1: Well, for all of us uh, who have, who follow current events, and certainly none of us expected a, uh, a war to break out in Europe again, that's, uh, you know, comparable, the the, the most... Uh, the most uh, serious uh, war since uh, World War II in Europe, and and so I think all of us uh, thinking more and more uh, every day about how secure we are, and and, and because we are secure is because of, of folks like you who are providing that security.
3: Yeah, I would say that the Navy is our our away team uh, operating for deployed, and that's a you know one. It it's we don't do it alone we have incredibly strong allies and partners and secondly serving overseas is a credible opportunity and operating forward i've been over my 30 years of service i've uh, i've had a great opportunity to to interact and not just train and exercise but also visit some of these overseas ports and um, you know lifelong uh, in, Memories that I'll never forget.
1: Absolutely. Also joining us, uh, Commander Vance Scott, who is the commanding officer for the USS Nebraska. And, of course, Commander, we had to have you in town.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be in uh, command of uh, the namesake ship. Uh, yeah. She's proud, and uh, she carries on the big red spirit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the ship.
0: Well, she's the 14th uh, ballistic missile submarine uh, in the Navy. Uh, her main mission is uh, strategic nuclear deterrence uh so we go out and uh make sure that the uh president has a uh, credible deterrent and to make sure that we stay out of uh, any potential nuclear uh, conflict.
1: Absolutely. Admiral uh talk a little bit about um again some of your mission and and how it connects to to Nebraska.
3: Yeah, so I think our our navy mission is uh you know vital to to our way of life. Uh we've always been a maritime nation. Uh, we guarantee the freedom of navigation and make sure those uh, trade routes are open, safe, and secure. And so how that kind of reflects back to, you know, maybe people here locally in, in the Nebraska area, you know, those agricultural products that are, are uh, grown here, uh, we need to keep those sea lanes open. Absolutely. Nebraska is the sixth largest uh, agric- culture, agricultural exporter nationwide. and. Um, You know, we've got uh, a lot of uh, manufacturing that goes global, and 90% of what gets manufactured is carried on the seas.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think we lose track of that. And again, that's why... Uh, that's why you're here in landlocked Nebraska uh, for Navy Week, is to help educate uh, because we don't get to see uh, the United States Navy here in Nebraska very often, and uh, and so I think that's really important to to talk about that and that's a great connection because yes, <clears throat> uh, we want to Im- export those products, uh, continue to do that around the world and and yeah, uh, you help keep those lanes open.
3: Yeah, and Dan, I also think the other part is, you know, as the global economy is growing more reliant on data networks and the communications. It's probably not as well known, but 95% of all international data is carried on those undersea cables.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and, and that's part of your charge to keep, uh, because, yeah, think of, I'm thinking of all of the opportunities for people that would want to disrupt our way of life, and that would be... Uh, probably a pretty prime target
3: yeah and i, I think navy wide if uh you're looking for some adventure something uh you know to more beyond yourself the navy has a job for you um everything from space cyber uh operating above below and on the ocean um all great and uh very necessary today
1: yeah because space force is uh fairly new and so that that's another and i i do i think um uh well how is recruitment how how have you done in the past is are we doing better uh how how does that uh, look like for you
3: i think uh nationwide it's it we're all in for a war for talent and yeah uh, uh to be blunt it's challenging yeah. but I, I think the navy has great uh, opportunity great benefits great training uh second to none and um i know for certain if i i'm encouraging my my children to, to look at that as a great option, and uh, we'll see how that pays out.
1: Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, the workforce uh, development. Uh, I mean, every business uh, in the in the certainly in in America and around the world, probably. But I know it's been a topic of discussion here in the state uh, constantly. We have one of the lowest unemployment rates in America, right here in Nebraska, right here in this city, and and so it is a challenge. You're competing against everybody uh... for those workers and uh... but yeah i think uh... the tradition of the united states navy and being able to uh... preserve that way of life that that we enjoy is uh, is a service that that few can uh... can can relate to if they uh... you know uh... to be able to do that in a way that uh... is honoring to america
3: yeah, yeah. hopefully the conversations that uh... people have with the sailors this week uh... Yeah. all throughout navy week and all the different venues at the at the schools, uh, the community centers, the food bank, um, you know, the baseball game uh, are all going to help even tell the story better than what we can do. It's really, you know, seeing firsthand uh, and hearing those uh, those stories is uh, what I think is what's going to pay out.
1: Absolutely. Um, Before I let you go, uh, Commander Scott, do you, uh, uh, is this your first trip to Nebraska?
0: Uh, not to Nebraska, but it is my first trip to uh, Lincoln, okay. and it's been amazing so far. Yeah. I've been in command for less than a month, so this is one of my first official events as commanding officer, and it's been a blast so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're so so glad that you're here and and the namesake. Well, Nessie, uh, help me out. The other assets that, uh, that you've brought with you, some of those, uh, tell us about those.
3: Yep. Uh, we also have uh, sailors from the USS Constitution. Uh it's the first uh or it's the oldest commission yeah. ship in the in the navy. And so we've got a a great bu- a few sailors from there and then also from the USS Abraham Lincoln, one of our nuclear powered aircraft carriers, essentially a floating city with incredible combat capability and we're fortunate to have some of the sailors uh join us this week as well.
1: That makes sense, the Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, that makes sense. And where is it stationed right now?
0: Uh, that's in uh, San Diego, California.
1: I thought you were going to tell me that secret, and you can't tell me. <laughs> We'd like to tell you, but we can't. Um, well, listen, I am just uh, so honored uh, that you are here. I'm so honored that you choose to come to the station today and share with us uh, what's going on with Navy Week and the work that you do around the world to keep uh, our way of life uh, the best in the in the world. So thank you, Admiral. Thank you, Commander. Thank you for your service, and um, yeah we're just uh so look for a lot of uh, of sailors around town uh, the rest of this week and and uh, and it's going to cool off before the weekend before the uh, before the planes get in the air and and a couple hundred thousand people uh, descend on the airport to see uh, uh, the blue angels.
3: Thanks, oh, thank thanks, Dan. Ben, uh, really appreciate the uh, the opportunity, and uh, looking forward to the rest of the week.
1: Absolutely, we will uh, uh, we will uh, tag uh, Navy Week uh, hashtag Navy Week in the uh, uh, the um, uh, social media. And coming up on tomorrow's show, don't miss that. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Randy Brettz and Mary Kay Roth talking about Nebraska tori- storytelling. Well, that's the show, kids. Uh, now go do good things on 1499.3 K-L-I-N.